In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. shepherd showing us how close the kingdom of God has drawn so very near to all of us through this Christ child who was laying in a manger that evening. The kingdom of God, truly God himself, manifest and revealed to these shepherds through that precious child. And the shepherds, as we noted on Wednesday at Wednesday's Mass, by that experience of Jesus Christ, God, a babe in a manger, by that experience of him and the experience they had of the kingdom of God drawing so close to them, their lives would never be the same. We're told that those shepherds went away praising God and telling all that they had seen and experienced God in the flesh. Their Savior come to them. And today we see more people led to the experience of God in the person of Jesus Christ as a child. Today it's the Magi. It's the wise men. The kings, the rulers from the east are led by God to experience God even as a child. And we're told in our gospel reading from St. Matthew chapter 2 this evening that these rulers, it says, when they came into the house and saw the young child with his mother, I want you to get this, just at the sight of the child, the experience of the presence of God in that place, in our Lord Jesus Christ, provoke the most appropriate response to these kings, these rulers, these magi, for we're told they fell down and worshipped him and offered him what they had. Can you imagine grown wise men rulers step into a room with anticipation to see who'd been announced, but it's seeing him fall on their faces at the presence of God. And those men, I tell you, just like the shepherd, would go away from that moment eternally changed. And this is why our Mass today is called the Mass of the Epiphany. It's the Greek word that literally means the showing forth of God in His fullness to mankind. The manifestation of God in His fullness through Jesus Christ to mankind. Epiphany is known in Orthodoxy and our faith as the Feast of Light. The Feast of Light. And we are in the season of light that we'll celebrate all year for the light has come and it's not going to stop coming. And here where his light shines, everyone that receives that light, there's no place for darkness. Darkness cannot coexist where light is received and shown and perceived. Darkness must flee away. Darkness has to roll away at light. Tonight, I will say this. Even the blessed St. John the Apostle, we hear it every Sunday, and every Mass, we hear it tonight in the first chapter of the Gospel of John, says about Christ, in Him was life, and the life was the what? The light of men, and the light shines in the darkness, he says. Our Eastern Rite brothers and sisters tonight, they're celebrating Theophany, which means the same as Epiphany. They're celebrating the baptism of our Lord Jesus Christ, because in our Lord Jesus Christ's baptism, the manifestation, the showing forth of the fullness of God was given to the Jews. And tonight we celebrate the manifestation, the showing forth of God through the Christ child given to the Gentiles. 
But make no mistake, the whole church celebrates the manifestation of God, the light of life coming to the world to illumine our darkness. And both Jew and Gentile now have a path back to the Father, but only through the Son who came and manifested that light. In all the church, we see that the light has come into the darkness through Christ our God for every single one of us, that the world, both Jew and Gentile alike, may see him and know him in this way. But I tell you that this flash of light that we celebrate at the birth of Christ and the continuing showing forth of the light of Christ to the Gentiles, to the Magi, is just the beginning of the celebration of light illuminating the darkness in order to save every soul. To illustrate this better, allow me to read something from a devotional that my wife and family and I have been doing. It's a devotional, Orthodox devotional series. It takes us through Advent, Christmas, and tonight's actually the night and last one that we will do. But I want to share this with you because it shows us the story of light, which we're celebrating tonight. And what I'm going to read to you is an excerpt from one of those meditations that we had it's from a book by J.B. Phillips entitled New Testament Christianity. And within that book, there's a small fable, a small story entitled The Visited Planet. So here's the deal. Tonight, I'm your father. You're my spiritual children. So let's be children hearing the story. And let's let our hearts be illumined a little bit and our minds freed up to be expanded into the gospel story. Okay? <clears throat> It's a story of an older angel, a more senior angel, teaching a younger angel the finished work of Jesus Christ. In this story of a veteran angel showing a young angel the vast galaxies of the heavens, during this tour of the universe, the single angel explained that the little planet, which to the junior angel looked like a dirty tennis ball, was the visited planet. And with great skill, the senior angel spun time back and said, Now watch, something will happen in that dark ball. And sure enough, suddenly there was a bright flash. The little angel said, Was that the visit? Yes, said the other angel, that was the visit. That was when the Son of Glory, our great prince, went to earth to become a man. But quickly the light dimmed, and in a short time all went black. What happened, the little angel exclaimed. The older angel replied, they did not understand him. They refused him, so they killed him. But watch carefully now. Suddenly a flash came so bright that the little angel was almost blinded. And he said, what was that? That was the resurrection. You see, he rose again from the dead and he ascended into heaven. That is why he's here with us in glory. And the senior angel paused a moment and then continued. Now watch carefully angel and you will see something interesting and sure enough another bright flash occurred this was the Holy Spirit's coming at Pentecost he said and following that brief flash little lights began appearing here and there and all over that little dirty tennis ball the elder angel said that is the gospel being brought by the witness to the various parts of the world and whenever people receive our prince as their savior the lights come on at which the junior angel asked, Will all the lights join together? When will it all become one big light? And the older angel said, 
That is not for us to know. That is in the Father's good knowledge. Only he knows. But one day, when the prince returns to that planet, it will all become light forever. You just heard the good news of our Lord Jesus Christ. The one who brings light to our darkness and keeps bringing light to our darkness. And it spreads and it spreads and it spreads. You hear the light not only coming but growing and spreading until one day at the very last the whole earth will be filled with the light of Christ. Because his light will fill everyone living in all of creation once again as it was in paradise. And I tell you that that is the journey to and through the finished work of our Lord Jesus Christ for the salvation of all of our souls. And I tell you also that's the journey that every one of us is on as Christians in the church. Everyone here heard tonight just before the sermon the annual epiphany proclamation that is always to be done on this night for a reason. But we need to understand what has been proclaimed. It was the communication to us that we are now embarking once again on our annual journey, filled with God's grace in absolute experience, remembrance of all that Christ has done to show us his light, but also to take that light and part it within us, to give us his light. The proclamation that you heard chanted states, we've already experienced the light coming at Christmas. And we're now going to journey with him through his earthly ministry where light will continue to grow in the darkness and many will come to that light. And from there, we're going to enter into the holy and healing season of repentance, Lent, so that we might receive the light more clearly, but also display it more brilliantly through our lives. And we will die with him at the end of Holy Week, put to death in the death of Christ, but we will be resurrected in the resurrection light and life of Jesus Christ just a few days later. And not long after his ascension, we're going to be filled with that light at Pentecost. Remembering that while Jesus Christ refers to himself as the light of the world, that in that same chapter in the Gospel of St. Luke, he looks at his disciples and says, you are the light. You are the light of the world. And after Trinity time. We will enter back into Advent and encounter Christ again and again through all of this, season after season. And every time through each of these seasons, by the real experience of Christ, we are changed. We are transformed and we are healed. The question our Lord has for us this night is this. How will we approach the light of life? Christ our God. In each and every leg of this journey that he provides for us. Where he comes to us to shine his light that we might receive it. How will we come to him? Because I'll tell you from both the shepherds and the wise men how we should. You and I, excuse me, they were led. They were invited, these shepherds and these magi. They were invited to come where Christ was. And they went. To behold Christ, to experience him, to be given the experience of him, shining the light of who he is upon them. They were invited and led to be there. You and I are invited and led in the same way to come and behold Christ in that grace-filled remembrance throughout the entire year where Christ is illuminating us with his finished work.
showing us how at this point in time in his ministry, he showed us the light of who he is and shed light on who we are because of that, our truest identities. You see, they came, the wise men and the shepherds, they came with great anticipation and longing to see and experience him. And they were granted when they came that for which their hearts had truly grown to desire. When they experienced that light in life, they left forever changed, transformed, and going off to proclaim the very experience that they saw in those moments. Are you starting to see the church? Every time we gather together, Christ is in the manger, Christ is on the altar, Christ is on the cross, Christ is in the grave, Christ is resurrected, Christ is present, Christ is born. All of these things, he comes to show us who he truly is. The question we have is, will we crack the door, having been invited to this experience, will we crack the door open of our souls to behold the one who awaits us, who longs to show us who he truly is? Because if we will, our entire life will become one continued daily epiphany. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, 